Curse Beard comes in and ruins his honeymoon with his best friend. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> oh my God. He's, and he's just like, I know that you're probably a little upset about that too. <laughs> I know you're, yeah. you have all this rage built up from hurting your friend and interrupting your honeymoon with your best with your best friend. I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck, Toto? I fucking loved that line. <laughs> that was great. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Animan Plus, episode 23. I'm your host, Alex Light. Here in studio with me, I got my guy, Zach. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Everything going good for you? How was your quesadilla? I didn't ask you. Was it delicious? The quesadilla was really good. Yeah, that's good. They got some good tacos, some good quesadillas. We're talking about tacos for life, just for the record. Uh, some good some good shit. Just expensive, but good shit. Good shit. Uh, I also have Josh here over the phone. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How's life treating you? Life treating you okay? You know, back oh, yeah, you know, out from your uh, snowcation this week. You know, had good snowcation last week. Back out into the world this yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So. I was just on another snowcation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Right. Me too. Right. All right, guys. Um, so you have not, uh, you know, checked out Animan Plus before. We thank you for being here. Uh, make sure to follow on whatever platform you're listening on. We definitely appreciate that. You know, be a friend, tell a friend that you're listening to the show. Uh, so for this episode, we do got some a uh, little bit of Black Clover news for you involving some episode titles um, for up to 170, which is going to be the final episode of this series. Uh, we also have some news over um, a series that a lot of people love, and it's in pretty consistent debate if it's if it's considered an anime or not. So we'll get to that here in a little bit. And we also have uh, multiple announcements that Viz came out with. A couple of them kind of caught my eye that I'm pretty excited to see what's going to end up coming out of it. Um, so, but, you know, before we hop into that, let me just hit the plugs real quick. You know, if you're interested in like gaming, movies, TV, stuff like that, make sure to go check out Lighthearted. Uh, that show is currently on a little bit of a break, but we'll be back here in the very near future. With that, we also have the Pokemon 25th anniversary special. That's also going to be coming out here in the nearest future. Uh, make sure to go give us a follow over at our Twitter at Animan Podcast, as well as at Lighthearted Pod. That's where we're the most active. We have other social platforms. It's in the link below, but we really don't use the rest. Just hit up Twitter. That's where we're the most active. And if you want to support us further, the Patreon's a great way to do so. Shout out to our Tier 4 patron, Jared. I appreciate you. You know, I need to hit Jared up. He's probably got a topic request and a question that he's got lined up, and I just have not hit him up recently. I mean, he can literally send any of us a text. Yeah, I know. I need to, I need to hit him up. I need to hit him up. Um, all right, so let's go through our shout-outs. You know, quick little shout-outs for the week. Uh, first shout-out we got is happy birthday to the JJK creator. Uh, Gigi Akatama is what I believe is what we kind of agreeing with here is uh, is how you pronounce his name. We're not sure. He turns 29 today. Just shout-out to that. You know, very young, got a very bright career ahead of him with JJK and whatever else he potentially wants to do in the future. Um, another shout-out we got, which I'm really happy to see this came out. It should have already been a fucking thing already. A lot of people were questioning why it wasn't a thing. But uh, Crunchyroll is now going to be uh, semi-pubbing uh, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, uh, which is Seven Deadly Sins. I don't know why it wasn't already being done that way. Seven Deadly Sins was being uh, semi-published, so I don't know why Four Nights of the Apocalypse wasn't, but now it is. So if you've got uh, Crunchyroll subscription, you can go on the Crunchyroll manga app and you can go read Four Nights of the Apocalypse right now. All five chapters are up. Uh, if you want to check out Four Nights of the Apocalypse, I do recommend going and checking it out now because the way Crunchyroll manga works is as time goes on and more chapters come out, it's only going to give you access to chapter one and then like 
let's say it'll skip to chapter 29. So you'll be missing two to 28, for example. That's how, that's how Crunchyroll manga works. That's messed up. Yep. Like if you go, if you, yep. like if anyone wants to go check out Eden zero, you'll have chapter one to get into the, you know, get the series. And then like the next chapter will probably be like chapter 30 something is the next one on the list. You have to go read the other by buying the volume or something like that. So if you want to read four nights, the apocalypse, go check it out right now while there's still only five chapters up. Uh, the next shout out uh, is actually all these Viz announcements because there's a lot of different stuff that Viz recently announced. And there's a couple of them that kind of caught my eye. Uh, the first thing they announced is an Animal Crossing manga. Now, the reason this caught my eye is because Nintendo is still further pushing their series into manga format. We've had Legend of Zelda, which has been manga series for many years now, like 10 plus years. Uh, Mario recently got one. Now Animal Crossing. So it just kind of poses the question, what else could get one in the future? I'd love to see Star Fox or Metroid. That would be pretty sick. Who knows what the future can entail you know for that? I would like to see. Earthbound? Pikmin. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Pikmin? <laughs> Uh, other announcements that we had was One Piece box set four, which is volumes seventy one to ninety. Uh, Demon Slayer complete box set. Uh, My Hero Academia character guide. This next one kind of caught my eye. I caught Josh as well. A One Piece cookbook. Bought. Did you buy it? I'm going to. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah this is actually kind of interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to pick this up as well. Josh, do you want to get it? Yeah. When I was like, because I I literally sat here and just watched like Viz announced all this stuff and the way they worded it, it's like a cookbook by Sanji, which makes it even more interesting. Right. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to pick it up, man. It's actually pretty exciting. Uh, they also announced Kaiju number eight, volume one coming over here to the West. That is very exciting. Uh, an Akira Toriyama short story manga collection. Okay, cool. And then out of left field, uh, full metal alchemist, new beginning, a Winry focused light novel. All of this is being released in fall 2021 for me personally. Biggest takeaway for me is Kaiju number eight, uh, volume one coming to the West. I'm very, very, very excited to see how those sales are going to do. How much more the sales for volume one is just going to just shoot up with it coming over here. I really hope everyone takes the time to go out and check this out by the volume. If you haven't like checked it out on, on the jump plus app or anything, you know, make sure to check this out later this year. Uh, the cookbook definitely. And then I'm, while I'm not going to check out the animal crossing manga, it does further push the question what's next because they just did mario here the past, a few months ago what else could be next all all pretty cool stuff my question for yeah. that is just what's the base storyline see that's a great question that's a phenomenal question i know it's gonna yeah. be focused on isabel that's all i know <laughs> it's like a desert island diary is what it's like animal crossing new horizons desert deserted island this ass just appeared on the boring. island and started creating things. And he just gives me random crap, and I'm expected to like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I see Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's as. basically all Animal Crossing is. You're right. You're right. So very interested about all yeah. these uh, announcements. I honestly like. It, it's actually a pretty good lineup of announcements. You really think about it. It's cool to see some more Full Metal Alchemist stuff uh, coming out out of complete left field. Light novels. I, there's been there's been a lot of great light novels for multiple series out there. Like I know One Piece has had some. Naruto obviously has had multiple. That's probably the most uh, most notable in my opinion because they have so fucking many. Some even which being animated. Uh, a lot, just a lot of cool stuff from the Viz announcements. Um, yeah. I, I think it's really hyped, though, that of all the manga that are coming out, like Volume 1 and stuff, yep. they picked 
kaiju number eight as right like, i mean it's great the spotlight one dude that, that right cool. dude, that's so exciting man kaiju is so good and plus approved you need to go read it uh we are so we're so pumped that we actually got one right <laughs> yeah we've been on this one day one like yeah, finally. We, yeah, we finally got one right. Phantom Seer seems to be the other one, which also, quick shout out to Phantom Seer before we hop over to the news. Um, Phantom Seer's sales, you know, they, they've done really well for that volume one, but yet still, um, it's like Phantom Seer is consistently in the back of the magazine. It's kind of concerning. Like, yeah, we see the sales numbers the doing well, but it's always at the bottom, man. You know, as That's yet, a, go ahead. Something I've seen on Twitter, too, is people complaining about how Phantom Seer is doing relatively well, but jumps like pushing them to the back over other things that aren't doing so great. Yeah, it's pushing them to the back, and it has yet to actually receive a color page in the magazine. You know, we're at what? How many chapters are we in now? 23, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, 24. We're 24 in now, and it's yet to receive a color page. And the sales for volume one was good, everything, but it just continues being shafted to the back. I don't know. Kind of worries me a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see how that goes in the future. Um, all right, so let's kick off the news. Uh, let's talk about some Black Clover. <laughs> let's talk about some Black Clover. All right, so, you know, if you, if you follow Black Clover, you follow the show, you know Black Clover is ending uh, here at the end of March. Uh, episode 170 is going to be the finale for the anime. Uh, from what we've speculated and a lot of people is that it's, I mean, it's going to come back eventually, let's be real. Uh, but we did get episode titles for the next five episodes. All right, so let me run through these. Uh, episode 166. Captain Yami Sekiro, episode 167, Black Oath, episode 168, The the Stirrings of the Strong, episode 169, The Devil Binding Ritual, and episode 170, uh, Faraway Future. So let me, let me, uh, let me address something here. Let me address the, uh, let me address the little elephant in the room. Take cover, everybody. Yeah. Take cover, take cover, take cover. All right. Yeah. Let me, let me do a little roast in here. I got some roast that I got to get off my chest. Yeah. So. For the listeners, I want everyone to know. And they listen, they know. I'm a petty ass bitch. All right. And to give an example to everyone listening of exactly how petty I am, I have a little clip that I would like to play before we continue on with this. I'm going to mute our mics and play this clip. Please enjoy. This is a clip from a previous episode, Animan Plus, episode <laughs> 20. So, um, with where this, the, all right, there are three different things three different points in the top of my head where this season is going to end. Okay. You know, one of them is least likely. And then the other two, I feel like is a toss up kind of toss in the air, depending on how they want to go about it. Right. Cause I feel like, it, you know, it could be pretty fast paced where we can get it done kind of quickly. The first thing, uh, the first possible ending is that this uh, season will end when spoiler happens with one of our pro tags. That is the, that is the least likely possibility. Uh, that was kind of what I was thinking originally, maybe a couple weeks ago, um, but not so much now. Uh, the other two is the first introduction to Shadow Boy with uh, Asta. If you guys remember that original introduction, and then the I don't other, think we'll get that far. and then the other possible <laughs> um, uh, ending to this season is when Shadow Boy basically talks to the other captains, and that will be the end of it. I think those. I, don't are, think those, I think those three are going to be the possible endings. I don't think those those last two are even going to come close. Like I said, it's it's only eight episodes, and we already know what one of them is. With so seven more episodes, I, mean, I don't think it's getting as far as you think it is. So, Josh, it's not going to get as far as we think it is, huh? Well, let me just say one thing real quick. <laughs> I just sat in silence for five minutes. I didn't hear a single thing that was played. Oh, okay. Well, legit. 
But I know what you're referencing. I knew this was coming. Okay. I, I already told you privately. You were right. I was wrong. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, just a little follow-up on this. Um, what is uh, episode 169's title? The Devil Binding Ritual. Ah, and uh, what characters involved with that? Well, that would be Vice Cat and Not. Okay. All right. Cool. Not. <laughs> I'm just a petty but, ass bitch. <laughs> but listen here. Who would have legitimately thought that they were going to go through like 20 chapters worth of content in five episodes? It's just literally Alex never, and me both. Yeah, we both thought never, that. Never would I have thought that. Never would I have It's very like, fast. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's fast paced. Even the manga's fast paced. They're not going to blow through 20 chapters. It's just a fast paced anime, man. That's why it doesn't surprise me. It's it, like everything about like Black Clover anime, like all the canon content, it's always just had like this really fast pacing feel. So when it comes to like what we're going to be getting uh, all the way up to 170, me personally, I don't think it's going to feel like out of place at all. I feel like it's going to feel as Black Clover anime normally does. I don't think it's going to feel rushed or anything. That's my opinion. We'll see when it's all said and done. But I, I just I really don't think it's going to feel rushed. I think we're going to get to the conclusion of where it's you know you know basically our you know vice captain talking to the other captains around there is obviously where it's going to basically end and i don't think it's going to feel rushed over these next few episodes i really don't just because the anime has always had a faster pace i mean at least that's how i've always like you know personally felt about the anime is that it's always been faster pace i mean it sort of also makes sense with the shots we get in the opening the last couple shots right before the opening ends yep yeah which, you know, when it comes to that, like, that, like, the opening is another reason why I was really kind of thinking that this was going to be the thing. Because, like, a decision like this does just, it, for some, a decision like this for a series this large does not just happen out of the blue. It just doesn't. I guarantee this was probably pre, pre-planned and they were setting up for it. Like, it, this was, this did not happen overnight. I, I guarantee you. Um, you know, so, you know, them setting up the opening the way they did, it, it was them setting up what was going to transpire. Like, if they even knew it was a possibility that the anime was about to end, they would have probably never, you know, they if they really knew it was, like, hardcore about to end, they would they would have already planned everything out like they have, like we're assuming. I, I don't think this just came out of nowhere. I really don't. I mean, I mean you're right, yeah, because the, the opening does, it kind of, like, goes through the, the series, and it's ends right along the the double binding ritual so yeah yeah you guys saw it coming i didn't <laughs> well josh uh you know the, the little clip i played was the one where i was giving my three predictions of where i thought it was going to end you're like i don't think it's going to end anywhere remotely close to what we're what we're saying well man i mean it's that was it's a lot of content i thought because those fights were going to take a while. I thought it'd at least be two episodes for Noel versus Annika. I didn't, you know, didn't expect that it was going to end in five episodes and basically catch up. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I, I, I just, I personally thought that, just like I said, anime has always felt fast-paced to me. Uh, that's my opinion. I've always felt felt like it's gone fast-paced. So, either way, I'm excited to see the conclusion uh, for Black Clover. I'm excited to see what's going to be next because, uh, to our understanding, uh, we are going to be getting an announcement at the end of 170. Is that correct, Josh? That is correct. Okay. And it's also important to note that 170's title is Far Away Future. Yep. Which kind of seems like it's not actually going to end, but it's more of like, hey, 
we're just going to go on hiatus for a little bit, and we'll see you guys in like a year. Yep. It's actually just a shot of everyone in the future. Everything's past. They're all gotten married right, and right. some crap. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? <laughs> yeah. Just flash forward all the way through. Oh, man. The internet would erupt. <laughs> I would love to see that day on Twitter. <laughs> oh, that'd be hysterical. All right. So let's hop over from there. Let's talk about a series that has been debated for many years now. I think the series is what, uh, like 13 years old now. I don't know. It's, Close been, to that. it's been debated for so long if this is an anime or not, but regardless of your opinion, if this is an anime or not, we really don't give a shit because we like the series and we want to talk about it. Um, I so, also want to point out before we start on this, anime is kind of a relative term true. because in Japan, King of the Hills an anime. That's true. So. That's true. King <laughs> King of the Hills an anime in Japan. That is a yeah. fact. That is a fact. Well, it's American anime. So yeah. I'll just leave that one hanging oh, there. Oh man. And I want the record to be known what we're about to talk about, I do personally view as an anime. I view this as a Western anime. That is my opinion. I mean, it's the best type. It's the best America's come yes, to so that's far true. for anime. That's true. Uh the series we are talking about is Avatar, uh not the blue people. Um, Nickelodeon recently announced, Airbender. yes, the last airbender legend of Korra, uh, is what we're referring to. Nickelodeon recently announced avatar studios. Uh, it is ran, uh, by the creators of avatar, which is very, very exciting. Uh, it does confirm like, you know, new content set in the world of last, uh, last airbender. Uh, the first project's already announced. It is a animated theatrical film. It is to begin production later this year. So the first thing I first thing I want to point out that I think is fucking hysterical is that literally like a month and a half ago, uh, the creators left the Netflix project because of creative differences, and then they're just like, "All right, what's up, Nick? We got you. What's up, Nickelodeon? Can you hook us up, Avatar Studios, so we can do our own thing?" And Nick's like, "Yeah, man, we got you. Do do whatever you want." <laughs> what you want to come back to but, us? Oh, girl. Is it not also hysterical that during the Legend of Korra, Nick was like, yeah, we don't want to show this anymore? Exactly. Right? Yeah, they pulled season three uh, off air halfway through, and season four was only online. It's wild. Yeah, and now they're, now they're like, guess what? You guys get your own studio. Do your own thing. Which is so exciting that they have their own studio, you know, their own like animation studio avatar. That's so fucking cool. Like... This opens so many possibilities for what we could get. You know, everyone's first immediate thought is, oh, are we going to get um, the next Avatar? The the Earth Avatar after Korra. You know, I honestly, the first thing I thought was the first Avatar. One. Yeah. Yeah, actually, like, you know, expanded even further than what we got, like, uh, you know, from the, his two episodes, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool. Like, see, like, like, dude, there's so many things they could do that would be so cool. You know, with the new movie coming out, I can only obviously safely assume it's going to be based on our last Airbender cast. Uh, if I had to take a shot in the dark for the movie, I'm going to say it's going to be The Search. That's going to be my shot in the dark, which I do own. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. The okay. only reason why... I, I, okay, First, first and foremost, let me stress this. For any Avatar fans out there that have not read any of the comics, Last Airbender Core, go read them. They are fucking incredible. But out of all of the comics, the only one that I think has the best, strongest possibility to be animated into something like this film would be The Search because of it, that it was a fucking cliffhanger at the end of The Last Airbender. Like, it's in the, it's in the show, you know, where he goes to Ozai is like, where is my mother? So, like, this, this could be you know, potentially the movie. Now I know there's a little bit of an issue of that was not technically actually the next comic. 
Uh, there was one comic before the search, but who knows what the movie could be? I do think it's going to be last airbender cast. Uh, could even potentially be them as like, you know, which would be so fucking cool. Uh, maybe something when they were adults, like some of the, you know, in the book one of Korra, you get a few shots of them when they were like adults, you know, not old, but just adults the, you know, like Sokka, we saw, you know, like the trial with, um, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember his name. Um, but uh, Noah talking Noah talks dad. I think it's Yukon. I think you get the trial of Yukon in book one of Korra. We get to see like adult Aang, Toph, Sokka. So I mean that would be cool. We've seen a shot of like an adult Zuko before. Yeah, that that'd be super dope. You know, I don't know what the film could be. I think the search would be probably a good possibility. But then in terms of like other content set in the Avatar world, we also have to keep in mind the possibility that this could possibly also be like maybe like a mini series on a completely side character, not even relating to our main cast. And it Papa? Could, yes. <laughs> and it could just Cabbage be some guy, the return cabbage <laughs> guy, the return. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, that's also a possibility to keep in mind. Like there, like there's so much potential. The biggest thing that I want out of this is I really do actually want the very easy trademark answer of the next avatar. And the reason why I want that so bad it's because of the events that transpired from books two to four of Korra that completely changed the fucking landscape of the world. Like, let's talk about just book two, about how, you know, Korra can no longer connect to her past lives. Like, she's technically the last and the first avatar in the cycle. You know, I, I want to see how that's going to play in to what's for the next avatar. It's already confirmed, I think, in a character guide maybe or a stat book or something i don't remember that cora actually has like a book of letters that she wrote for the next avatar uh in some of them some of the letters even include oh hey yeah there's a reason you can't connect to the past lives my bad that's kind of my fault and kind of goes into details about it so like just that whole avatar connection you know, what transpired in book four that really opened and connected the two worlds together. And then obviously, you know, just think about how much further in the future we're getting more modern times now for this earth avatar. I would love to see that series. I think that series could have so much fucking potential. That's my opinion, at least how are you guys feeling on it. I mean, I mean I'd be happy be with cool. anything to be honest. Same. I would too. Yeah. Cause I mean, this series besides the comics, it's been silent for a little while now. Yeah, the comics is the only thing we've had going for us, and then the uh, the Netflix, the Netflix uh, live ad, uh, live action uh, adaptation that we got on the way, which apparently one random change they're doing is Katara uh, is the older sibling now for in the Netflix series. She's going to be sixteen, and Sokka's going to be fourteen. That's weird. That okay. It, yeah. Sure. How, how is he going to bang the moon if he's fourteen? <laughs> I mean, the same way he did then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm really excited for this. You know, I know it, you know, to a lot of people's mind, it's not considered anime. I, I view it as a Western anime. I view it as an anime that came out of, you know, the United States. That's that's my opinion. Uh, so that's why we wanted to kind of talk about it because, I mean, we're, we're fans of it. We're excited for this project. We're excited for what could potentially come out of it. Uh, so many possibilities, man. Uh, Earth Avatar after Korra. You could do a series on, like, some of the past lives, including an Avatar that we may not even have seen before. Uh, I know a lot of people probably want uh, Kiyoshi series. Uh, everyone's yeah. Said, yeah, everyone's like uh, Kiyoshi's got two books right now, which I know. I think our buddy John has read the first book and he said it's really good. Uh, and then just all the comics. I mean, there's like I think six or seven Last Airbender comics plus a new one coming out. I think later this year, and I think there's three, maybe two, 
two Korra comics, and those are really solid. Um, so I don't know, just tons of possibilities, dude. I'm really hoping. Yeah. With Avatar. I mean, though. when you when you think about it, I mean, since you could do the past avatars, you could do future avatars, yep. you could do stuff that happened in between last year and Bridger and Korra. Yeah. And even then, the world's so vast and like so. There's so much else you could do. There could be like completely different things because, I mean, a lot of the time you're more interested in what the characters that aren't the Avatar are doing, like, especially in, like, The Last Airbender with Toph and Sokka and all them. Yeah, true. They, so you could do, they could do a series about someone that's not even the Avatar. Yeah, and, you know, one thing that you mentioned is uh, the events of what took place between uh, Avatar, Last Airbender, and Korra, you know, talking, referencing back to, like, our our adult Last Airbender cast. That would be awesome, honestly. You know, whether if they yeah. wanted to do the events of what took place in the comics that led up to it, which, you know, for the record, for the people that don't know, in some of the comics, you get to see the the real, like, the real beginnings of Republic City in the comics, of them really starting to set it up, which was really awesome to see. Uh, as well as, you know, Aang basically founding Air Temple Island. You get to see that in the comics. So, I mean, you could do, just you could leave that strictly as, oh, hey, we've done that content, it's comics, go read it, and pick up from there, and just cover a lot of content that we've never seen before, which would be really cool. Maybe also answer a, uh, a theory that a lot of people have had involving Sokka and Toph, and Toph's second daughter. You know, maybe, yeah. you know, that Sokka and Toph maybe banged it out, and they, you know, comes in, uh, what, what was her name, uh, Su Lin, or is that the... Is it Sue Lynn, Josh? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember either. Well, which the 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 one that's in Zalfu? I can't remember her name, but you know, it, you know, it's already confirmed in that uh, that her and the older sister have separate fathers, and you know, the uh, the younger sister, you know, has a little bit more of a darker skin complexion, kind of like Sokka. So everyone's been under this theory that Sokka's the dad. So maybe you can finally get that fucking confirmation on that, which would be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> But, I don't know, really exciting stuff there. Um, so, let's hop over from there. Let's talk about a little bit of Attack on Titan and just kind of theorize what could possibly come out of this because this is very kind of interesting news, and Josh has got a lot more info on this than I do right now. But uh, the, the base report here is that the Attack on Titan final season won't actually cover the end of Attack on Titan. Uh, you know, it's only going to cover up to, you know, Chapter 116. Uh, the manga is currently on 137 currently. And, Josh, you've kind of got a little bit more info on this. What, 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 what do we got going on here? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I don't, I don't know Attack on Titan's release schedule because 137 could either be the second to last chapter or the last chapter. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I don't read the manga, but basically, what I've been reading is that um, with the episodes confirmed so far, uh, people are starting to speculate that the final season of Attack on Titan will not actually finish some finish out the manga of Attack on Titan. Unless they come out and reveal, you know, season four B, um, <laughs> like later on in the year, as it stands right now, they will only get up to about chapter one sixteen, one seventeen, which is kind of crazy considering that this has been billed as Attack on Titan, the final season, and it's supposed to finish it off. So it's kind of curious now what's going on with it. A lot of people are kind of. Um, speculating now that it might pull an Inuasha approach before the final uh, the final act was released. Inuasha ultimately ended with the screen saying you can continue the adventure in the manga. So people are kind of curious if that's what's going to happen with Attack on Titan because the pacing of Attack on Titan has been really slow so far. And that's a lot of people's concerns is that with it being the pacing being so slow, it's not going to be able to catch up um, because these last couple episodes have just been kind of like, 
I don't know, content we didn't really need. The last episode was totally about um, Zeke Yeager uh, teaming up with the people of Paradise Island, which is, you know, the scouts and stuff, which we already knew from the previous episode, so we didn't need an entire second episode to explain all that. And then the, the episode today was an episode about Gabby and Falco, which I'll kind of get into later. But, I mean, it was a pointless episode. So that's a lot of the concern. Some of these episodes are just kind of meh, and they're not really going anywhere, and people aren't feeling like it's going to be finished, especially with the um, the episode the episodes that have been revealed so far, because I think there's three or four more episodes that uh, the titles have been revealed. So people are starting to get worried about that. Man, wouldn't that be some shit if they pulled into Yasha? Last, yeah. last scene of the episode of the final season. You can continue the story in the manga. I mean, Mappa just wants to watch their hands of it. They're getting so much flack for it. <laughs> That's true. true. <laughs> That's true. That is very true. You know, it, it, I, while I'm personally not an Attack on Titan fan, I do acknowledge its uh, sheer amount of popularity, and you know, I, I acknowledge how huge and dedicated the fandom is. So, it just kind of sucks for the fandom if that's really what they're going to be doing with the uh, the anime yeah. and not giving it a proper finish. Which is sad because Attack on Titan, like the the hype for it's not even dead; it's still very much around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's if they're just if they're not going to be able to finish it and animate, like I don't know, it's just crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, honestly, just kind of blows me away for a series that huge to get that sort of treatment. But I don't know. We'll uh, we'll continue to kind of monitor that situation. Uh, Josh here is uh, watching Attack on Titan currently, so the more news that comes out about it, we'll uh, report on it and see what's kind of going on with it. Um, so hopping over from there, let's go ahead and jump into our anime talks for the week. First up, we got uh, Black Clover 165. Josh has not had a chance to check this out yet. So, Zach, what did you think about it? So we got introduced to Shadow Boy in this episode. <laughs> we did get introduced to Shadow Boy. <laughs> That's true. Shadow Boy was introduced in beautiful fashion, mind you. Loved yeah. loved his scene. His scene was f- fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Besides that, we just got to watch uh, Noel play with Vanica. Yeah, and have massive knockers. Like Jesus Christ, what happened? <laughs> I'm I'm a, I saw y'all's chat about in Discord about that. And all I guess thing is she's got. Manga heroine syndrome. Basically. Because the main one I think of whenever I see that is Nami from One Piece. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you know, I saw... Go ahead. Nami's is always there. I mean, it was their bigger after the time skip, but no, there was like nothing. No, if you go back to the beginnings of One Piece... It was nothing. It was nothing. She was... I guess, yeah. She was super flat-chested, but every time she had a costume change, they were just made a little bigger. Yeah, and the reference right, that yeah. I made about uh, the Noel, you know, tit situation, as I'll call it, the tit scandal, is that it reminded me of a fairy tale of the final season where literally, like, every other episode, Lucy Lucy's tit size has changed. Where it's like, one episode, they're massive, next episode, they're smaller. I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this animation right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I felt when I saw like I saw the the like the clips of her and her mermaid form on Twitter. Now my first thought was, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> it's like, okay, whatever. Uh, fan service, man. <laughs> it, it was the animation studio making it up for the viewers that were pissed off about the bath scene that they got cucked on. They had to give them more plot armor. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it was a, it was a cool episode, dude. The the fight between Noel and Vanica, great great battle going on there. Uh, looking forward to the next episode for sure. You know, hopping back over to Yami and what's going on on that side. Um, Josh, what did you think of One Piece nine sixty three? You know, I thought it was it was really good because um, we're finally 
out of all the Odin Wayno backstory in, in this episode, he finally met Whitebeard. Okay. And you get to see the interaction with uh with Odin and and Whitebeard and um basically how, you know, Odin came to be with Whitebeard. Yeah, I saw ship. a uh, um, I saw a still of uh Whitebeard from this episode of uh, of his beautiful gold flowing locks that I did not know that he had. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me is not a one piece diehard. I did not know that in that backstory uh, Whitebeard's hair was a, was like a, a long, flowing, beautiful gold. Whitebeard had an excessive amount of hair before he had his beard. <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that until I saw the still. I'm like, oh, well, that's not what I expected. <laughs> yeah, it was just crazy because he's like bald 20 years later. Right. But, uh, I mean, and the fight, the fight in this episode was re- animated really well. I actually uh, saw a I clip really of it that. on Twitter. It was just the initial fight of, uh, I think it was Odin versus uh, Whitebeard initially. I don't yeah. know. And just its yeah. animation looked great. Yeah, it was a great an- animation for uh, the fight scene. Um, the next episode is going to be a more hype episode because it's uh, Gold Roger or yeah. Gold Roger meeting nice. Odin. So nice, nice. About that. Oh, the the end of this episode is where Odin met uh, meets Toki, which later okay. on becomes his wife. Right. So. Okay. All right. That was cool to see. Nice. I, I, pretty exciting for the next episode. If the next episode is going to introduce uh, Gold Roger, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just talked a little bit about uh, how you know really well animated um, that fight was between Whitebeard and uh, Odin. But what about the animation in Sukai's in episode nineteen? Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. No. Map Mappa does great with JDK for whatever reason. Oh my god! It just looks I'm so glad good. they do. I'm Dude. glad they. I'm glad that's the one they care about. Like Attack on Titan, great and all, but it's just the Because I just love the whole thing. The whole opening just immediately started with just the episode, and it didn't get till when our brothers made their appearance, and it went, all right, here's your opening. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Dude, such a good fight between our, our, our brothers, man. Oh, my God. They're definitely one of the best duos in manga and anime currently. Yeah, no, no oh, doubt, yeah. man. Like, th- this was such a good fucking episode. I'm so pumped for the next one. Just, ah, oh, dude. And they had a great, this this episode also had like some some really good music in the episode too to go to, oh, go, yeah. to go along with the fight that we had going on like all the all the branches and stuff coming out dude ah oh, it was so cool and I just I just I love the tra- the quick transition this episode of just um uh, them calling him best friend and friend to brother yeah right yeah. right what was the uh, what was the line Toto said where uh, something about it just. <laughs> Her spirit comes in and ruins his honeymoon with his best friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god. He's, and he's just like, I know that you're probably a little upset about that too. <laughs> I know you're. Yeah. You have all this rage built up from hurting your friend, then interrupting your honeymoon with your best with your best friend. I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck, Toto? I fucking yeah. loved that line. That <laughs> was great. Just, just Toto and Itadori's interaction, just great. Just they're they're fighting this creature. Just Toto goes, best friend, smack. <laughs> No, yeah. bad. <laughs> Are they fighting each other? <laughs> oh man, great duo! Absolutely phenomenal duo, man. I love the episode. Fantastic. Yeah. Um. So, what about uh, Dragon Quest episode twenty? It's time for your Dragon Quest rant. Was it a good episode? We got a lot of good stuff going on. Did uh, Pop do some dumb shit? What's What's going on? 
I mean, it was an all right episode. Okay, so okay. it was the finishing up of what's currently been going between their fight with Flazard. So as I said, the last episode ended with Flazard with just a close-up shot of Flazard being cut in half. And it takes up from there. Dice cut the core. Flazard's panicking because he's now... Because this core split, his two sides can't hold. So he takes, he literally takes one side to try and put him again, accidentally rips it off. <laughs> I'm just like, shit. <laughs> and during this, he's like, he makes a comment, he's like, no, without my core, my sides will extinguish each other. And Hugo's just like, pop, now. Pops throws a spell, kills one side just straight out. Okay. Okay. That happens, then our, uh, one of our, our dark mage that's part of the Legion named Mistavern, he shows up. Then I forgot the episode opens with the whole thing with Hadlar. Apparently Hadlar can't die. If he dies, he just gets reborn again and with a stronger body. Go figure. Right. Um, Plot armor. <laughs> so then he has this whole conversation with Mistavern. Mistavern disappears and he shows back up on the battlefield and he just... Hunkel goes to strike Flazard to finish him off, and uh, Mr. Vern just shows up, hand, and pushes him back with a single hand. <laughs> and just like, stop. Throws him away, reaches his hand to the sky, and summons, this is the ultimate armor of my legion. Drops it. You can have it if you become a dark s- in spirit of dark fire. Flazard has this moment, but I'll be your minion. All right. All right, I'll be your minion. <laughs> <laughs> he does the whole thing, throws him in the armor. Flazer's like, yes, I feel the power. Now to fight everybody. Our old Graham dude finally takes this moment to appear, and Flazer just goes, all right, I'm going to kill you. Crocodile takes a hit, and I don't know how, but for some reason he hits Crocodile so hard guarding this guy, it crumbles the ground, and on this perfectly fine island where... The island does have layers, but it doesn't have any extreme cliffs or anything. He pu- apparently punches them so hard, he makes the ground, that sh- the next layer of ground that should be there, just disappear and looks like they're falling down a cliff that's broken in half. Jesus. All I could think of was, there's not empty space there. What are you doing, animation team? <laughs> so that happens. Hunk- Hunkel tries to attack him. Um... Uh, that ends with a punch to the face. Hunkel loses his armor. He's now shirtless the rest of the episode. Hell yeah. Um, what happened to Ma'am? Ma'am did something useless. Yeah, so normal? Uh, I can't remember. All I remember is she got... Right. She ran over to Die because Die did his whole thing. And just like, Die, you can't do this anymore. You're not... You're too wounded. And guy goes, I got this. And I like to remind everyone when this episode's called I Can Now Cut Anything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jack from Black Clover. <laughs> so, Die throws the Todd away and begins fighting Flazard, and they're watching this fight, and Pop's going, what's he doing? Why is he doing this? Hugh goes on whole description. Well, he's mastered these three techniques, so naturally he can master now the main technique, the Avon Strash, and he's aware of this subconsciously, so he knows he can win this fight. They have a whole fight. They have a showdown. Naturally, Die uses this the sp- ultimate technique cuts that shit in half. Flazard goes on a whole thing. Is you said this was the ultimate armor to Mister Vern? Mister Vern, it's like it was the ultimate armor. Your opponent's attack was just that much stronger. Flazard begs, "Give me one more chance." Stomps on that piece of shit and just offs him. 
and they're just like, oh, God, why would you do that? He just sort of sh- looks at him, shrugs, disappears. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, <laughs> there's that. And we're, we're setting about, what, four more episodes? Yes. So that happens. They run up the tower to go save the princess because the whole time the princess has been in a forbidden ice prison. Of course. And somehow between the time it takes them to go from the bottom to the top to her, it's now gone from midday to sunset. Okay. And they realize, oh no, it's melting super slowly. How are we going to save her before her life force dies? They start throwing magic at it. By this time, dies passed out because he used too much energy. And they realize nothing melts. Ma'am goes, I can use my gun. It, this bullet has a fire spell. If we put another fire spell in it, it might just work. But your gun will be destroyed. It was meant to save people. Okay, I'll put a spell in it. Passes out not enough mana from Pop. Thanks, Pop. <laughs> As he has this <laughs> bullet, he passes out because he has no m- mana, drops it, and actually rolls to the unconscious die. Die wakes up. It's just like, I got this. Dragon mark on his forehead pops. He naturally puts a spell in it, throws it to ma'am. Shoots it. It freezes. Dies now saved his princess. Then I would like to mention, this goes in the whole thing of they have a celebration afterwards. And apparently from sunset to night, they're able to gather up at least like 80 soldiers from her kingdom. And I'm like, where the hell were you guys? That's Yeah, where the fuck were they? That's not that long of a period of time. You literally could have helped this fight and made it so much easier so it wasn't an assault by just four people. Where were you guys? <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. It, it's really got those classic anime vibes, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like the, what you've said before, like the 80s or 90s feel. It really does. <laughs> and then the episode just finishes off with their celebration, everyone coming to the terms that Hunkle was the guy that destroyed their kingdom. Crocodile's a monster. And our legion people, uh, our legion commander of the dragon group finds out that Dai's apparently got a dragon mark on his on his forehead, which if I remember from one of the early episodes, they mentioned that's something to do with like a dragon knight or some crap. But they haven't touched on it since. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll see how it's going to finish up. Four episodes left. Yeah. Guess we'll see how that all finishes up. Um, so next up, we have uh, Yashihime episode twenty, which Josh and I have still not picked back up. We're just not really interested right now because it's been a bunch of bullshit. Uh, so Zach, you, it, was it at least a decent episode? I mean, it was a decent episode. I mean, all that literally happened was uh, Setsuna went on patrol. To, uh, Toa came with her unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Setsuna goes on to a whole backstory of. This is where I was raised. There's a village of hidden demon people. or half- So, something that we could have got sooner. I mean, yeah. Got got it. And apparently <laughs> the girl who keeps all these children safe, she's apparently a reference to a, a character from the original Inuyasha, but I don't remember her. She's a half-demon bat woman. Uh, I don't I got nothing. remember any half-demon bat yeah, woman. She I was apparently nothing. a small child in the Inuyasha series. Because Moroku makes an appearance and she's just like, oh, you're this... Pr- I can't remember her name to save my life. And he's like, is your mother here? No, she passed from this. Well, that's unfortunate. Mm, then that, yeah. I'm still nothing. Yeah, I, yeah. Got, I got nothing. Okay. Well, Moroku and the group apparently met her at one point. Goes on a whole thing of her past during there. Yada, yada, yada. Some smart demon attacks when she gets turned into human and tries to f- eat everybody. Setsuna goes demon mode. Moroku puts a seal on her once... 
everything's done. So basically the same thing last time Roku was here. You know, he uh, unleashed the, the her demon form. Well, this has showed how he put the seal on her oh, demon okay. form. Okay. Versus because it's part of her backstory. Whatever. Yes. Got it. So basically a backstory that we could have gotten sooner. Yes. Not at episode 20 yeah. when we have four episodes left. Yeah. Yeah. You know, See, one thing that Josh on and I... Let's yeah, talk about yeah, let's talk yeah. about this. Because yeah, one, thing, one, one thing that I mentioned to Josh about this, if it wasn't for the fact that this has the, you know, branding of this is in the Inuyasha universe, the, like this wouldn't even be uh, something that we'd probably have on the show yeah, at all. Yeah, no, it wouldn't yeah. have gotten nearly as much traction as it has. And, like, they have just dropped yeah. the fucking ball on this, like, completely. For, for having 20 episodes and what, about five episodes left, they're really doing stuff that should have been covered maybe in episode like two or three. True. Not episode 20. Because as we stated before, they're not working off any manga, so there shouldn't be any filler. This all should be like original story with like, I don't know, pacing and stuff. Which yeah, just proper happen. pacing with a proper <clears throat> like build up for a climax. And we're just, it, is this is like a slice of life in a Yasha series? Is that basically what Yashihime is? Yeah. Got it. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we waited what? Just what them living say, in like the feudal era. Seventeen episodes to get Shishomaru up in there, and it, it wasn't was even like worth oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what the next episode is. Hmm. So the next episode was a preview of apparently uh, Toa turns human on the next episode. She apparently goes on a date with Riku, and then they get attacked by uh, Tonkatsu, or not Tonkatsu, uh, the fourth peril guy. Oh, yeah. the big dog thing? Yeah, and apparently Riku on this date with Toa explains to her the whole purpose of the Rainbow Pearls. Mm, that sounds like a winner episode. I'm at least interested about the Rainbow Pearls. I will say that. It does mention I am... in the preview that they apparently were made a thing the day that uh, Shishomaru and Yashu's father died. Okay, see, that, that part interests me. Yeah, but I mean, again, it, it shouldn't be episode 21. Yeah, no, I definitely agree to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's going to be a season two, I don't know if we're going to watch it for the show. We'll see. It just it just depends on how this season ends True. and what happens in the next season. Because if Kagome and Inuasha show up at the end of this season and we are going to get them in season two, fuck yeah, I'll watch that. But if we're just going to get Toa running around being like, you guys are my friends, I'm not passing. Right. All right, well, next up we got ReZero, Season 2, Episode 21. Uh, Josh, what do we have going on over there? How's everything going there? Well, it seems Subaru is in the uh, is doing pretty well this time. He's not having to use Return by Death so far. Amelia's passed the first trial. He's confronted Roswald. Roswald said that he's not going to stop the assassination, that he's going to have to go stop it himself. So Subaru put together the super team of Otto, who, if you don't know, is basically the carriage driver that follows Subaru around and Gar who is a half animal human thing. He can turn into a giant tiger. Um, they basically just go to the mansion to save uh, save the maids and Rim. And I mean that's pretty much all the episode. Um, Rom does confront Roswald and is going to try to kill him and Elizabeth is taking the second trial. So all in all, not a whole lot going on. Um, this season seems to be a little slower than the first season, in my opinion. The first season was like really good, and this one just—I don't know—it's kind of slowing down. So it, it's not a lot to talk about, which I feel bad that 
all the anime I cover isn't really a lot to talk about because they're just kind of slow points. Right. Does that the same thing go for uh, Attack on Titan uh, episode 70? Oh, fuck yeah, it does. I mentioned earlier that <laughs> yeah. this is a Salco and Gabby-focused episode, yeah, yeah. which made it in super slow because I don't give two turtle shits about Gabby. Because <clears throat> the entire episode is just Gabby. Well, or Salco and Gabby escape from the prison cell they're being held in by killing <laughs> the guard that went in there to try to help Gabby when he thought she was dying. Um, and they run away and are found by this random girl and she takes them back to her home and feeds them and stuff. And the entire time Gabby's like, they're devils. They're going to kill us. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and then the girl reveals that she knew all along that they're from Marley and that they're not from Paradise Island. And <clears throat> the girl goes on to tell Gabby about how, you know, what, ask Gabby why, what makes them so bad because they had nothing to do with anything that happened and Gabby's telling her about Oh, all the stuff that happened a thousand years ago. And she thought, wait, my mom was eaten by a titan. What did she do? Like, Marley's the one that sent the titans and they killed her and she didn't do anything. So why does she deserve to die? And blah, blah, blah. And the entire time, Gabby's just being a little bitch. And it's like, well, fuck you. So it was a pretty boring episode. You do find out that this girl is the girl that Sasha saved in like season two. (laughs) (laughs) Zach's face just now was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What? Which is. Which was funny because you had mentioned the Yashihime thing with the bad girl from yeah, apparently yeah. in Yuasha that nobody remembers. And I was like, I don't even fucking remember this girl right. from that episode. So it was just a weird thing for that episode to like just be like, I don't know, Sasha saved this girl and now this girl is here to do this. <laughs> That's so fucking but random. <laughs> yeah, it is random. But I mean, all in all, it was not, it was not a great episode. Like, it's not really going anywhere. It's just going in circles at this point, Oof. which is sad. Because these last two episodes, everything you find out in these two episodes, you've already found out fucking three episodes. So, so it really is just here. going in fucking circles. Yeah, like fucking yippee just for a final season, down. huh? Yeah, because uh, like if you're trying to make me feel bad for like Falco or Gabby, it's not really working because. I mean, Salvo is still the same character. He's still like, you know, he's all right. I don't, I don't care either way. But Gabby still sucks. I don't feel bad for her. She's getting no character development. It's still showing just how fucking dumb and brainwashed she is. So like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't. I like to attack on Titan up until this season. It's not because Mappa took over and ruined it or anything. It's just, it's just going really slow. The pacing's just dog shit. Yeah. Gotcha. Especially for a final season, yeah, I can understand how that probably be pretty uh, frustrating. Yeah. Well, just, on the uh, make any sense. on the flip side of things, what did you think of uh, Doctor Stone season two, uh, episode seven? Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it today, so what did you think about it? I really fucking enjoyed this episode. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch last week, mm-hmm. and I still haven't because I was on a time crunch. Okay. So like, I'll just watch the new episode. Okay, I respect uh, that. I respect that. I appreciate yeah. your hustle. <laughs> <laughs> But now I know Chrome got out. I yep. know who gave, gave, him, gave him the battery. Okay. I now I know that they they transformed their vehicle into a tank. <laughs> yep. A functioning tank. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's face is just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't wait for video podcasting just so everyone can see our facial expressions when someone's talking about something. 
<laughs> I think it's only going to work on Dr. Stone on the parts that Zach doesn't know about yet. That's yeah, true. He's still, a... he's still stuck in stone somewhere in Mexico with Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chelsea do... is the best. <laughs> I was, sort of un- I was sort of unsure about what she showed up, but when it had that moment, I was fucking sold. Yeah, yeah. We're, <laughs> she's just like, you know, you two seem like best friends or whatever it was. I don't remember. Not knowing all this previous context, just like Zach. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, but, uh, back to the episode talk, Josh. What what, what else kind of went down? Um, They're still trying to convert people from the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sukasa. Sukasa. They're trying to, <laughs> Sukasa. They're trying to uh, convert people from the Sukasa army by using Gin's uh, impression of Lillian Weinberg, which is actually going off really well, uh, thanks to, uh, I forgot her name too. The guard. The bodyguard. Yeah, the guard. Yeah, yeah the guard. The diehard the fan. Guard. Yeah, who, who gave them training. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I, I believe I remember this his name. It's Yukio. Yes. In the yellow with the bow and arrow. Yes. Yukio, yeah. That's, uh, that's so our he, Hawkeye character. Yeah. Um, so he overhears it and... They're like, oh, fuck, we're found out. We're found out. And he, like, reveals himself to be a double agent. Or not a really double agent, but he really wants to help Senku because he doesn't like what's going on <laughs> with the Isukasa army. Have you heard army. of my lord and savior, Senku? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what it is. And he's like, I'll help you out under one condition. No one can die. And Senku's just like. I was already going to do it anyway, so I win. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just went from an idea to a requirement. Nothing's changed. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, God damn it. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, and, you know, the episode ends with them rolling the fucking tank through and Hell yeah. attacking. Yeah. So, it was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Nice. I'm looking forward to watching it sometime this weekend. Uh, next up for me, I've got Seven Deadly Sins Season 4, Episode 7, or Season 5 here in the West. Um, good episode. Definitely a good episode. Uh, it's the conclusion of one of the three different situations we've had going on. Because we have Situation 1 with King, Diane, Gother, uh, the other Archangels, and, you know, Mal, Estros, or whatever. We have that, you know, that's going on. Did Merlin finally just wipe the floor with everybody? We did finally see Merlin again for the first time in two episodes. You know, we have that situation with Chandler. Uh, I think his name is uh, Kusak. Uh, Zeldris, uh, Fred, Fred, Fredrickson, whatever his name is, um, Gil Thunder, Escanor, Merlin. We see them again. We finally see Meliodas, Bond, and Mild, and the Demon Lord again. Three different things going on. Did you finally get to see Bond step up to the Demon Lord? Not yet. Okay. But I am so ready. I am so <laughs> fucking ready for that. Um, but we finally concluded one of the three situations which was the one with King, Diane, Mal, Estrosa, all of them. That situation has finally come to a close, and now we're going somewhere else, which now that group is now transitioning over to where Zeldris is and all of them. So one situation's done. We get to see King's new power. Where you know, watching this, I forgot King was an OP badass once he got his upgrade. I forgot. Like, watching this episode, I'm like, oh, yeah. Fuck. I forgot he could do that. Shit, this dude's overpowered as fuck. You forget the seven characters who can literally wipe the floor with the entire universe is overpowered. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I always thought King would be overpowered since he's the fairy king. Yeah. Just once he got his fairy powers. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's weird that you forgot. That I, I forgot. It. I forgot exactly how OP he was. Obviously, I knew it was a power upgrade, uh, but I forgot exactly what all he could do. So when he started doing everything, I'm like, oh, yeah, he can do that. Oh, he can do that. I will say my favorite moment of this episode, hands fucking down, was when the fight was done. You know, keep in mind when King went through his upgrade, whatever, you know, boy King, that's what I'll call it. Uh, you know, he had like, you know, he had like a shirt blown off or whatever. So whenever he transformed into, you know, sexy King is what I'll call it. You know, he was already shirtless, you know, and he was, you know, it's whatever. It's no big deal. Right. He just did his fight, whatever, blah, blah. But then when the fight's done and they're getting ready to like gear up and leave somewhere, he like summoned a tree and then out of the leaves, whatever, he created like a nice, like tuxedo for him. And he's like, okay, let's go. Whenever he did that, uh, Diane's face, like she got like super like red blush and like covered her face with her hair. Cause she's like. She just got super fucking wet when she saw King. And I just laughed my ass off. <laughs> no, it took, what, four or five seasons? Basically. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited for the next few episodes because we're getting closer and closer to uh, Bond just, you know, fucking stepping up to the Demon Lord. I'm pumped for that. That scene is so good. Uh, now, let, let me pitch you something real quick because this would be the final season of Seven Deadly Sins, correct? Correct. What if they're, like, halfway through it? For like stuff starts coming out like seven deadly sins and not is it gonna finish the manga out and it's just gonna like end i'd be so pissed how would you feel i'd be so pissed because that last fight the second to last fight because you know they had that little mini like 10 chapters that were so fucking pointless to end the series with but the fight with the demon lord it is so fucking good so i'd be very upset <laughs> i would i'd be very which i would say that fight if i had to take a ballpark guess we'll see if i'm right here in a few weeks uh, I'm going to guess that that fight is probably going to start probably around episode 16. That's my guess. We'll see it. We'll, we'll, we'll follow back up with that here in a few weeks. That's my guess right now. I think the, the bond moment that I keep referencing that I'm pumped for that will happen. Episode 12 I'm calling it right now. Mark. All it right. Down. We'll see, see you guys. We'll yep. see you guys with the, whether he was right or wrong Yep. Here in for a few another weeks. road session. Um, all right, so finishing up the anime here. Uh, what was you guys' favorite episode of the week? Jujutsu Kaisen. Easy. Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, JJK. No questions. You know, easy peasy. Uh, we got no uh, original content thoughts or fun facts, but I will say sometime in the near future, I will be giving my full in-depth thoughts on some Fire Force action. I randomly, pick, I randomly picked back up the anime recently, and I'm fucking really enjoying it. How far are He's you on into episode it? 13. Uh, I'm on 13. Episode 13. I just got up this time. Yeah, episode 13. Uh, the first thing that I will say uh, before I do my review later on, I will die for Tamaki. I just want that to fucking know. Fucking weed. <laughs> 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 I will die for her. Uh, she's great. Fucking love her character so much. <laughs> Fantastic. Alright, let's hit all the, our chapter ratings for the week. Get on out of here. Uh, One Piece was on a break this week for this upcoming issue uh, we got coming out here in a couple days. Black Clover will be on a break, so be aware of that going into next week. Um, so kicking things off, we have My Hero Academia 302. What would you guys rate it? Six. Okay, we've got a six. Five. Wow, okay. I'd, I'd probably go with probably a six. Okay, I, we're all across the board on that. You know, pretty pretty mad. We've got some conflicting feelings here. What about uh, Black Clover 283? Um, seven. I don't know. With how the fuck the panels were spread out, I'm... I'm... Yeah, Zach was not happy with the panels. I, I'm throwing down, I'm going to give it a what the fuck. 
We still got to get that effect. All right, you know what? After this show, I need you to record that effect for me. We got to have that effect for next week. I mean, I understood everything would happen in the chat in the chapter, but with just how the panel spacing and stuff, I feel like it was too much. Uh, that's fair. It, it, the panels was like it was just really wide shots, too much, a lot of a lot of shit going on. And again, it goes back to what we were saying about the anime: very fast pace, very very fast pace. Yeah, I would probably give it a um probably just a seven. I think probably just a seven or yeah. what the fuck, one of the two, one of the two. I don't know which. I uh, mean, shout out to that Avenger style entrance at the end. Though. That's true, Avenger style entrance at the end. That's true. That's true. Uh, what about Doctor Stone one eighty six? I think last chapter is the one that I gave a zero because it had a spider yes. that was too detailed. So we're yeah. back to normal. And, and I want the record to be known. That is my real rating. I was not memeing. That last chapter got a zero from me. I am not kidding. I'm not changing my rating on that. Anyway, 186. Yes, it was too detailed. I didn't like it. You know, if if it would have shown the act, if it would have shown a panel of the character that actually got bit by the spider, if, if I would have got to see the spider bite them, it would have got like a negative 500 from me. He would have thrown his phone. Yeah, it'd have been done. But all I saw was a very, very well drawn shot of this spider. That automatically was zero. I'm uh, not. I'm I not changing note, that. Josh, I think I said it last episode, but I didn't even notice the spider the first time around. Yeah, that, that's a big fat fucking goose egg from me. But anyway, uh, 186. What would you rate this one, Zach? Uh, I would actually give it a seven. Uh, six, six. I didn't care for it. Uh, what about JJK one thirty nine? I mean, ten. Josh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed you love you love the ending, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say ten. The what? whole thing. <laughs> I the mean, whole thing. I mean, first off, I really like Jujutsu Kaisen. True. And I think Yuta's become one of my favorite characters, even though you only see him in Volume Zero. Mm-hmm. But there are like there were things in this chapter that like really stood out to me that I was like, oh fuck, this is like, big. So that's why I'm giving it like I, maybe a nine, but I'm just gonna go realistically a nine. The hyped version of Josh wants to give it a ten. Got it. Yeah. So realistically nine, hyped ten. I'm gonna give it a six. Um, I will give it. I'll give it an eight for the ending. The end. I, I, I I'm a sucker for a good ending. Um, that ending was pretty cool. I will admit that with what's happened, like we've barely had an aftermath, and we're already spiking it again. So that, that's true. Uh, core chapter 71 for me. Uh, I'd probably give this one probably just a seven. You know, we, we just finished up a fight about to start a new one. The next few chapters are probably gonna be pretty fire. Uh, undead unluck chapter 52, nine. Great fucking chapter, dude. Oh man. It really hit the feels really hit the feels. Uh, what about I'm Mash? ready to catch up on that? Ah, oh, dude, I can't wait for you to, I can't wait for you to read chapter 52 because 52 really fucking hit the feels, dude. Like the, you know, the thing that I, I shared on our, our, on our Twitter or whatever, man, that that hit the feels big time. Uh, what about Mashal uh, chapter fifty? Seven. I give it a seven. Yeah, I think seven's good. Um, Phantom Seer twenty four. Six. Yeah, six. Uh, th- this arc has been kind of lackluster so far. Uh, hopefully, we can improve from here. What about Sakamoto Days chapter twelve? Nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> well, I also give it a nine. Did you actually catch up? Yes. Damn. I wanted to surprise you with it. (laughs) 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 Fucking, I love the whole thing with Boiled and Sakamoto. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Sakamoto is fan-fucking-tastic. I'm really enjoying it. Even our uh, Chinese girl, her fight with the weird Dom, sort of Dom girl, I don't know. Her great thing, just her drunken fighting was great. Yeah, yeah. And then just immediately, it's like, a shard coming down. It's like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> uh, what about Elusive Samurai Chapter 5? This could be a chopping block for it. It may not appear back next yeah. week. This could be it. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a fight. I'm gonna be honest. I told Alex earlier that I feel like this series has potential, but we're not gonna truly see it until if it's able to get in towards the ten teens to twenty chapters is when I think we'll see the soonest of really good content in it because it's really just trying to set up our whole setting and characters. True. I agree. I give it a five. It just wasn't really that compelling. Uh, it may not be back on the script next week, but it's one of those things that like, I, I feel like I want to keep it on the script because I'm probably going to continue reading it for now, hoping that it'll get better. But I don't know. I may just drop it completely, you know, just kind of like I did with Derange. I still need to pick Derange back up. But uh, what about uh, I Tell C Chapter 4? This was actually a really good chapter for me. Uh, I'd probably give this one an 8. I'm really enjoying this series. It's, it's, I'd recommend you guys to check it out. It's, it's, a, it's a fun read. Yeah, that shot you showed me was really good. Yeah, it was a, it was a great shot of uh, who's going to be, like our, I guess, like our antagonist for these couple chapters, whatever. But yeah. Uh, Great, great read, man. I love the I love the writing. The story, like the story writing for it, is honestly so good. It's what captivated me in chapter one, and it just continues to deliver. Uh, Which watch chapter three? I didn't get a chance to read this, but I so I just want to say I am on the witch watch hype train. Okay, okay, he's on the witch watch so. hype train. Well, what, what? How would you? How do you feel about this chapter, Zach? Because I've, I've told you how I feel. I honestly give it a five. <laughs> I thought it was a funny chapter. I mean, I, I got, I got, I got laughs out of it. So that alone will give it some, you know, in on the positive end of the spectrum mm-hmm. for me. Probably a seven because I did get some laughs. Josh, one thing you'll enjoy about this chapter is there is a Hunter Hunter reference in this chapter. Um, so you'll enjoy that little that little funny moment. I thought it was hey, funny. I got so. some laughs out of it, so I'd probably give it a seven. Just good content. Uh, what about Ball Parade Chapter Two? I'm going to give it a six right now. Not a whole lot's happened yet, but it is interesting to me. I'm going to give it an eight, and I have a reason. The reason why. And I, oh, sh- I showed you okay. the reason why. I, I agree. That is actually a very good style of what the author did, which yeah. makes, makes you sort of want to watch the backgrounds a little more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so the reason I'm giving it an eight is we got introduced to a new character, a new character who spied on the tryouts, and so they already kind of know about our two pro tags. And it showed the, it showed the shot of where she was hiding in a box watching the tryouts, whatever. If you go back to chapter one, you see the box in the fucking and when background. when we say box, we mean like <laughs> solid snake box. Yeah, it's like a solid snake box. It has like it has like a face like cut out where she can see through it. If you go back to chapter one and go through the backgrounds, you can actually see the box in the fucking background of where she's spying on them. Like she love appe- that. She appears throwing the, she appears with the box on top of her coming out of the grass. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Love the attention to detail on that. So chapter two gets a fucking eight from me because of that alone. Uh, before I jump over to the jump plus stuff, I do have a quick question. Uh, Josh, I know you've only checked out one of them. So I guess you, you well, you've checked out part of Samurai as well, but it's a question that I want to put here on the show. Uh, out of these four new series, where do, how do you guys feel about what has the most potential? I guess this question is more for, for Zach. Josh, I know you're on the big on the witch watch hype train. Um, I, you know, you didn't really care for Samurai. So Zach, this question going to you out of these four newbies, you know, where, where do you, who do you think has the most potential to live? Personally, the one that I think I have the most potential to live is nine dragon ball parade just because it is a sports manga that I can agree with because of that alone, I think it's going to hang around for quite a while. And there's not, as far as I'm aware, there's no other sports manga currently going and people just really enjoy sports manga. Yeah. So one, if it stays solid, people will attach to it and it'll just keep going. And another thing you got to keep in mind as well for why Ball Parade will probably stick around is the only other notable one. I mean, there's a couple notable ones. I know like Blue Lock is a big, really popular mm-hmm. soccer one, but the other big one, Ace of the Diamond over on Weekly Shonen, uh, Weekly Shonen Magazine, you know, 
So I mean, it's good, but it goes on hiatuses quite a bit. Yeah, it does. So this is going to give Weekly Shonen Jump their own, you know, baseball, you know, sport. I, I agree. Ball Parade, I think, is going to stick around for a while. Uh, out of the other two, I, I think Samurai is going to be the one that it's, it's going to be the most likely to be on the chopping block unless yes. they pick it up. Unless they pick it up. Um, Witch Watch and ITIL C. My preference is ITIL C. I think the writing in ITIL C is really unique. I it, really do. Based on the shots you've shown me and what you're saying, I feel like ITIL C has a lot of potential to be able to just because it is a unique story and from the writing aspect and everything, it seems interesting, but that could also be its downfall. Maybe a lot of people may not get into it because of that. That's true. Uh, and then when yeah. it comes to Witch Watch, I, I still think it has a lot of potential to be a really solid action rom-com. And I feel like it's got a much more common ground for most readers to easily get into it versus someone like ITIL C. Exactly, exactly. So that's going to be really interesting to see how these uh, how these four newbies do. You know, I, I definitely think we can put money on ball parades sticking around for quite a while. Yeah. As long as with they... Only reading... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was, I was just going to say, with only reading half of them, I kind of already figured ball parade is probably going to be one of the ones to stick around solely because of like you guys said it's a sports manga yeah and that's what kind of what shonen jump needs to like even out their their roster true especially losing hayaku last year yep so uh, either way i'm excited to see the potential of uh at least three of these you know i tell see which watch and ball parade i'm excited to see the potential of those samurai i don't really care at the moment we'll see later on uh all right now let's hop over to the jump plus ratings real quick uh kaiju number eight chapter 27 what would you guys rate it nine okay Josh? Give it an eight. Eight, all right. I'll probably get a nine as well. Good chapter, good chapter. Um, Dragon Ball Super, chapter 69. Um, seven. Uh, maybe even a six, man. Yeah, six. I think I'll give it a six. It was okay. It wasn't anything glorifying. It wasn't worth my month wait for. <laughs> uh, Boruto, chapter 55. Do you need some tissues this one? You know. Was it that rough? <laughs> Yes and no. I say that because, like, you would think with how big of a monumental moment this was, they would have really kind of drawn it out more, a little bit more in the chapter, a few more panels. I mean, it's like a 40-page chapter, you know? But it really wasn't. It wasn't that long. But even though it wasn't that long, it was heartbreaking. This was a very heartbreaking chapter. And if you can make me a little teary-eyed, you're going to get a good rating from me because this was a heartbreaking chapter. So this is going to probably get a nine from me uh, just for the first few pages, and I'll keep my rating at that. The you know everything towards the end. If I had to include that, if I had to rate that separately, probably like a six or seven, maybe maybe a seven. You know, we just got introduced to uh, a, n- a new character who literally got the cover the, got the cover color page for the chapter. So the moment that I get into this chapter, I'm like. Okay, who the fuck are you? I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> this is new. Uh, so we'll get introduced to them later and kind of just setting everything up uh, for what's to potentially come, um, which I'm very curious where the direction's going to go. I think I still think we're going to have some very big events coming, but very sad chapter. Brought, brought a tear. Brought a yeah. tear. Uh, so, but anyway, uh, Spy Family 41. I'll give it an 8. I enjoyed it. Uh, 7 for me. Just good content. Didn't really love it, though. Uh, Eden Zero 131, uh, probably an eight. Really enjoyed this chapter for a few different reasons. Got some good laughs out of it. Um, that, no doubt about that. The ending was really cool. Got a, got. A, I'm pretty hyped for what's coming next because of the ending. Uh, then I got Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter 5. This is probably the best chapter I've had yet. I'm going to be honest. Um, we really got uh, a little bit more of a breakdown of Percival and where he's going to play into this whole thing, as well as a very interesting setup of who our antagonists are going to be, which, you know, this is only five chapters. I don't view it as a spoiler. You can go read it right now, but it seems that our antagonist is actually going to be King Arthur 
from how it was kind of set up in this, where King Arthur is was labeled as the evil king. So I've got mm. I've got questions. I have a lot I, of fucking I, questions. I, that's taken from what I know. I've got questions. Yeah. So I mean, I, because of that, like because of the twist, because of how this is being set up, I'm gonna give it probably a nine. I mean, we got we got a shot. We got we got a, a very shadowed shot of the other four knights of the apocalypse. It went through each of them and what they do. You know what the you know famine and everything leading up to death. The Percival being the one labeled as death. Um, so you know you know the other shots that we saw does not look like any characters that you know look familiar to me in the slightest. They don't look like it could be, potentially be Tristan or Lancelot or anything. So I do not know what's going on there. But the setup for like you know saying the evil king and it's you know there it looks like they're referring to Camelot because I mean it's already Camelot's already been referenced in chapter one, like chapter two or three. I mean it looks like Arthur's uh, turned evil, so I'm pretty pumped. That's actually really exciting. Big twist I did not expect. So give it a nine for sure. Uh, what about solo leveling one forty one? Six. Six. Okay. Um, actually, yeah. You know, dude, I'll probably give like a six or a five. It wasn't that great of a chapter. I mean, it was more or less just an info dump chapter. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, got a high school five hundred four. I'm gonna give it seven for the wedding, just because I love those characters. I can agree to that. Uh, I'll get I'll give it a seven just for the wedding. Cause, you know, I've already mentioned on our little romance segment that I really shipped those two, and I'm really happy to see how it all played out. And not to mention, I'm gonna be giving a seven just because uh, the ending. We're here, we're here, baby. It's time for the it's time for the battle. Yep. You know, I'm ready to go. Ooh, this is a good one. Uh, unordinary two twenty two. I gotta give it a nine. Gotta give it a nine. Okay, man, I'm I'm a slut for a good <laughs> ending. Uh, I'll probably give it a ten. It wasn't even that dramatic, but it was so done well. It was, dude. Ah, it was such a good ending for the chapter. I'm so pumped. What about LC 100? Oh, okay. <laughs> it took him a minute. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I had to think about it. I'm, I'm gonna give it a eight because it's the first chapter because they finally finished out the whole uh, school thing for the powered people. So it's the first time our group's been back to the real world or not real world, to the regular life. And it ends with freaking uh, Sue Ben, our female. She's transferred into Jai Wu school. And she's coming from this elite girl school who she's the top from it. She's literally just gone to move that school just because she liked Jai Wu and Wu and all those three just to continue hanging out with them. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you give it an eight? Is that yeah. what you said? Okay, okay. Um, all right, so uh, what's everyone's favorite chapter for the week? Finishing this off. I'm going to double down on Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, I respect it. I'm going to continue giving it to Sakamoto, man. Okay. Uh, I, you know, since I gave it a 10, Unordinary 222 is mine, followed by Undead Unluck would be my second favorite. Really good chapter. Um, all right, so let's close off the show with a little bit of something new. Uh, we are starting to do weekly polls over on our Twitter at Animan Podcast. We'll, I mean, we'll do a couple smaller polls as well. Like we'll do, like, what was your favorite chapter of the show, weekly Shonen Jump co- cha- chapters and everything. We'll do that stuff. But we're going to do a weekly poll every single week right now. And the poll that we had put up leading up to this episode is, what 2021 anime are you most excited for? The results coming in dead last. Demon Slayer Season 2 with 8% of the votes. Uh, tied for second, we had My Hero Academia Season 5 and Bleach the final season at 14% of the votes. And then an astounding runaway of Other 
with 68% of the votes. And from the comments, the most common answer was Eden Zero, followed by Shield Hero Season 2. Really happy to see all the Eden Zero love. Uh, we just happened to strike in the Eden Zero fandom, I think, when I put this poll up. Because yeah. there was there were some Eden Zero fans really hopping in there. I'm like, okay, all right, I respect it, I respect it. Um, so that, you know, so if you want to take, uh, take part in the poll, you can always go over to our Twitter and do so there. Our current poll that will be lasting for a week is currently up. The poll is with the announcement of Avatar Studios, what do you hope to come out of it? First project confirmed is the theatrical film. The, uh, the, Top the, the answers that you can choose from is Earth Avatar after Korra, comics slash books animated, series on past Avatar or other. And then you can comment your idea below. Uh, that will be up until next Thursday. Um, whenever we do our recording, we'll put the results at the end of every single episode. So if you want to take part in the poll, we'd greatly appreciate it. Make sure to comment any ideas that you have uh, if it, for that other segment. And uh, keep an eye on our Twitter for other smaller polls, like, you know, favorite chapter of the week, maybe even favorite episodes. Who knows? You know, who know whatever, whatever crosses mine or Josh's brain, we'll just kind of throw hmm. it up there, you know, and just kind of how it goes. Uh, but I think that'll finish up the episode. Uh, do either of you guys have anything you want to say to finish off? If you can, please like, comment, rate, subscribe, anything your platform like allows you to. Thank you. Josh, you got anything? Yeah, just uh, give us a follow follow, follow, follow on Twitter. Uh, yeah, look out for those polls and stuff. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to be doing polls, man. I love some polls. So definitely, we definitely appreciate it if you go give us a follow on Twitter. Just to keep an eye on when we're putting up polls and stuff. Same thing with uh, Lighthearted, at Lighthearted Pod. We're putting up polls over there as well. You can go vote over there. But uh, if you guys listened throughout this whole episode, we appreciate you so much. Uh, and until next time, guys, I hope you guys have a great fucking day wherever, you're, wherever you are, wherever you're listening at. Bye. Later.